Welcome to the Kickstart Your Fitness podcast, aimed at people who want to drastically improve their fitness levels through running, strength training, or any other forms, but are struggling to stay consistent because of injuries, burnout, or a lack of knowledge. This podcast is to help you gain clarity on training smarter, not harder, in order to reach your running or fitness goals. Each week, I'll cover different topics such as common false beliefs, along with hard-hitting analysis of training, nutrition, and maybe even some potential dad jokes. So with all that being said, let's dive into this next episode. Well, hello, here we are. Today is going to be the first podcast of many, I hope. And if you don't know much about me or you've just found this podcast online or whether you do follow me, you've been through some of my challenges, you follow one of my social media accounts, well, welcome first and foremost to the Kickstart Your Fitness podcast where it's been one of those where I've been wanting to start a podcast for quite a while now. One of my old housemates, Chris Williamson, who has a really good uh, podcast going now, which is called Modern Wisdom. I've seen him start that from literally nothing to, what is he at now, like 170,000 subscribers? So I always thought a podcast was something I would like to do, but it was always something I almost put off. But anyway, Long story short, we're here now, and the first episode, we're going to talk about how running slower will help you run faster. So every episode, I am going to cover different topics, you know, some episodes I might have some guests on, whatever it may be, but I just want it to be quite a relaxed sort of chat with myself, nothing, you know, too scripted. I've got a few notes on my laptop in front of me here, but overall, I want it to be relatively, like I said, relaxed podcast talking about a few points and hopefully how I can actually transform your running, nutrition, strength training, whatever it may be, because I'm going to cover different topics such as, like I said, running, nutrition, strength training, a lot of little tips and false beliefs over the next weeks and months. You know, hopefully just so I can help improve your fitness just like I have with my clients. And that leads me on to about me. So, you know, if you know absolutely nothing about me, first off, my name's Lewis Horsley. I am 25 years old as of recording this podcast on the 25th of April. I have been a personal trainer for coming up to pretty much six years now. So I first started personal training when I was, well, 19, but I did my course when I was 18, left sixth form, didn't really know what I wanted to do. It was one of those where I was in the second year of uh, sixth form and I didn't really know if I wanted to go to university, Did, didn't really know if I wanted to go into being a PE teacher, but I, all I knew was that I liked the gym. I liked fitness and I knew it was something that I'd love to be a part of, but like I said, I didn't really know how my career was going to play out. But then I heard that one of my friends was going to be a, a, a PT as well. And then I thought, you know what, I wouldn't mind doing that without really realising how a personal trainer works. All I knew was that a PT would be a good job because you're in a gym. So anyway, I, long story short, I did my PT qualification. And when I was 19, I remember getting home from, I think it was like the last few weeks of doing my exams for my PT qualification. I remember thinking, I'm going to need a job <laughs> when I uh, finish this uh, qualification. I'm going to need somewhere to go because I hadn't really thought about it. I was doing the course. I knew I wanted to be a PT, but I also knew that all the gyms were pretty full of personal trains. So I didn't really know the options I did have. So I remember getting home, opening my laptop and just typing in personal trainer jobs, Northeast. If you didn't know, I was, and I'm from Newton Aircliffe, which is a sm small-ish 
town in County Durham. So sort of, if you don't know that, it's near in between Darlington and Durham. Um, so I typed in personal trainer northeast, and I remember a few things coming up. And the first one that came up was in Gosforth. And obviously, if you don't know northeast very well, Newton Aircliffe is around 35 miles from Gosforth. So Gosforth is a part of Newcastle. And New Newton Aircliffe obviously is towards Darlington Middlesbrough, so it's quite a bit away. And I didn't drive, so obviously I knew this was going to be quite a bit of a trek. But I thought, you know what? What the hell? I'm going to apply for it, see what happens. And I remember the same day, the manager at the time got back to me and told me that the gym actually wasn't even built; it was still in the process of all getting done out and refurbished to obviously be a public gym. And um, so I ended up getting up to Newcastle to have a little interview with the, the manager at the time and long story short got on really well and I ended up landing the PT uh, position self-employed completely you know off my own back and what I remember doing is I used to for about it, I, I tell this to clients all the time for months <laughs> I used to get the bus train and metro all the way up to New uh, Gosforth from Newton Aircliffe and I did that for about two years i think it was from summer from around summer 2015 all the way to i think it was 2017 like autumn 2017 uh, sorry spring 2017 so just under two years i used to get up get the bus which was a 45 minute journey to durham because it was one of those where if you if if i did it in the car it'd be about 20 minutes but on a bus it goes around all the little annoying streets from every town up until durham so get off the bus, go to the train station, train from Durham to Newcastle, which is about 15 minutes, and then the metro from Newcastle Central Station to Gosforth, then get off the metro at Gosforth, then walk to the gym, which a round trip was two hours. Uh, sorry, a one-way trip was two hours. So if I had a client at 10 a.m., I needed to get the bus at 8 a.m. So I'd need to leave my house at like 10 to 8 to get to the bus station. So there was every day I'd do that journey, two hours one way, two hours back. So Monday to Friday, and obviously, at the time, I didn't really think about it because it was the first job I had. It was my first um, sort of experience of having a full-time job. So I just did it. But that was around 20, 25 hours, depending on how many days a week I went in, per week of just traveling. And after a year and a half, that is a lot of hours spent on a train, bus and metro. And I don't know about you, but that is not how I want to spend a lot of my life is it's not commuting on public transport because the amount of things i've seen on a friday evening at around nine o'clock in durham bus station is not something you really want to see in a week <laughs> on a weekly basis if i'm totally honest so anyway after two years of doing that i left and then i started a private gym facility in newcastle i moved up to Newcastle finally after a couple of years and it is well I'm at a private facility now now six years later and it's been great six years of training clients I've still got a few one-on-one -on -one clients I have been training from literally the first week of starting the gym in Gosworth in 2015 and obviously as a personal trainer you have clients who come and go so that is a little bit about me obviously really long story short don't want to ramble on too much but I just wanted to let you know how I actually got into personal training, my background, and I've probably trained, it must be over 200 clients maybe now on a one-to-one -one basis, it must be over six years, and I've put in a lot of man hours on the gym floor, so 
I guess you could say I do have experience with working with people and knowing how people work and people's sort of mindset towards uh, training and nutrition. So, first episode. Now you know a little bit about me. How running slower will help you run faster. This sounds slightly contradictory, but if you've been through the 14-day challenge, which is linked in all the descriptions of these podcasts, you will know that running slower to run faster is probably one of the main points and probably the thing which has transformed my running the most because I uh, primarily, from when I started training in 2012, just did strength training. So when I say strength training, it was all just weight-based. I didn't really do any type of cardio. I mean, I did a little a little bit of football when I was a kid. Well, a lot of football, actually, should I say. So I did a lot of cardiovascular work when I was through my teenage years and when I was a kid. But since I started the gym, it was all just weight training. I never really incorporated much cardio. And the reason I actually started doing more cardiovascular work, such as running, was because around a year and a half ago, so just the start of 2020, actually, it was actually just before the pandemic hit. I remember one of the lads at work, the guy who actually owns the gym, one of my mates, said, I'd love to do an Ironman before I'm 40. And he was, what, 34, 35 at the time? And I remember just hearing that and I was like, one, what the hell is an Ironman? And two, I'd love to do it as well. That is how naive I was. I didn't even know what it was. And I thought it sounded like a good idea. So an Ironman, if you don't know, is a triathlon, uh, uh, well, an extremely long triathlon, which is swim, bike, and a run. Swim 2.4 mile, cycle 112 mile, and a run, which is a marathon 26.2 mile. I didn't know this at the time, obviously, until I researched it after it said, after he said. And I remember just, going home after training my clients, once he'd said that through the day, and I was like, you know what? I'd love a new challenge. For the last seven, eight years, if not more, eight, nine years, I'd been training in the gym without really having a, an event or goal to work towards. It was more just my own internal transformation. And I remember just thinking, I'd love to have that end goal with something I'm training towards. So I thought, you know what? What the heck? I have no experience in swimming cycle and, you know, little running, but I'm going to do it. So I remember going back into the gym the next day and I was like, you know what? Why don't we just do it next year? In Which is summer 2021, July 2021, which is actually 10 weeks away from now. But anyway, we sort of, well, officially booking it because it's not cheap, I'll tell you that. We ended up verbalizing that we would do it. So from the week after that, which, like I said, this was maybe around February, March 2020, just before the pandemic, I started running again. I thought, you know what, I don't have a bike and I don't really know what I'm doing with swimming. So I'm going to start running because it's the easiest thing I'm going to do. You know, it's the easiest sort of out of the three disciplines. I don't really need much equipment. So like everyone does, and like you probably have listening to this, the first thing you do, you, you know, you get, get yourself set. I'm going to go for a 3K run get my trainers on, get out the door. And what I did, I, I ran like Forrest Gump, let's be honest. You've probably done it as well. You get out the door, you, you get the um, the night, <laughs> you search on the app store for the best running app because you don't really know what you're doing. You don't have an app. Uh, sorry, you don't have a watch like a Fitbit or a Garmin or an Apple watch. I just got the, the Nike Apple, uh, sorry, the Nike um, app on my phone up and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for around 3K. I didn't know how long it was going to take me. I didn't know if I was going to burn out after two minutes or what. But 
what I did, I ran like Forrest Gump, just didn't have a clue what I was doing. My breathing was all over the place. Pretty much everything you'd expect to happen from someone who hasn't run in a very long time. So once I'd finished this 3K, I think it took me like, I don't know, 20 minutes at the time, which for someone, bearing in mind, I was a, I'm a personal trainer. For someone who's been a PT for, at the time, five years and who has been training for eight to nine years, that isn't very good. And I remember just thinking to myself, I'm, I've been almost conning people that I might look aesthetic, I might look good, I might have abs, but I can barely run 3K without being absolutely knackered. And that's not really a good, it's not really a good feeling if I'm totally honest. To call yourself a PT and talk to family and friends about, you know, training five, six days a week, but they're not really being able to have the stamina to complete a, a relatively short distance run. So what I did is I, is I started obviously running a, a lot more. I started, well, I'm saying a lot more. It was, I think I started out at two to three times per week. I still wasn't incorporating any cycling or swimming at the time, but started running a few times a week. But every time I ran, I did the same thing. What I did is I got my phone out, got the Nike app um, up on my phone, hit go, ran for around three, maybe 5K. And I just ran to beat my previous time. And I'm pretty sure you've, been through this before every time you run you go out and you want to just beat your previous time you don't really have a, a plan to follow and you don't really have a set structure to go by and the problem with this was that i was running too fast each run with no plan and what i realized after about not even i was going to say six weeks it wasn't even six weeks probably about three to four weeks was that my legs couldn't really handle it my joints couldn't handle it and i was only well, it was last year, I was 24 at the time. Well, just turning 24. And for someone who's 24, to have niggles, injuries, and all these little things come up when you're running 3 to 5K is, is not good when you're supposed to be a personal trainer or a fitness professional. It isn't something <laughs> which I would strive towards and would feel proud of if I looked at myself 10 years ago that I could barely complete a 3 to 5K run without being knackered. So... The problem was, like I said, as I was running too fast with no plan, and this led to injuries, burnout, and lack of motivation. And because I had the lack of motivation, uh, sorry, because I was getting these little niggles and injuries, it led to the lack of motivation because I was thinking, what am I doing wrong? I'm going out, for, what's the point in going out for every run? Uh, sorry, if, what's the point in going out for runs if my knees are just going to hurt? Um, my ankles are going to hurt, my calves are getting tight, my hamstrings are feeling tight, and I just feel knackered all the time. What's the point? These were the thoughts which were going through my head. But the reason I did this was because I thought that was what you had to do to get faster. You know, that's what you think. You think if you want to get faster, I need to run faster. Surely that's the right thing to do. But like I said, the consequence of this was that it led to knee injuries. I then started to skip workouts and I just began to feel really fatigued, not even during the run, just through my day-to-day -day life when I was PT and other clients. And I remember just thinking, what what, what am I doing wrong? The, how the hell am I supposed to complete a marathon after a 112 mile cycle and after a 2.4 mile swim if I can barely run 5K without getting knackered and without my knees hurting? What 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 plan am I supposed to follow to get me there? There must be a better way of doing things so that I can actually 
complete 5k and actually not feel tired all the time because i'd see runners out on the on the street and i think how are they, how did they run and not look tired i don't understand so after a you know a few days of feeling a bit sorry for myself you know you might have felt this before you look at other people and you're almost as we do in everyday life we judge ourselves against other people we think how are they able to do this run and in that pace without feeling tired and without getting injuries there must be something they're doing because i was doing it two or three times a week for a good month and i wasn't getting anywhere like i said i was just feeling tired all the time and i was just skipping workouts because of it but what i found was that i needed to be running slower so this is the whole sort of principle about this episode as i said we need to run slower to run faster it sounds very contradictory but maybe you're you are currently or have been in the same position is that you're not too sure what you need to do to be a better runner you're feeling tired you're feeling fatigued you get injuries all the time and you you don't have a set structure to follow to get you from a to b to actually feel fitter stronger and go faster and like i said it does sound contradictory but trust me hear me out the reason why we need to run slower is because we need to build our our aerobic base so our two energy systems are our aerobic and our anaerobic aerobic is our zone one zone two slow twitch muscle fibers and our anaerobic are our fast twitch muscle fibers so anaerobic is where you're doing high intensity stuff where you'd go and short burst all out you might see the jaw wick stuff you know that's all anaerobic work where you're going for a max effort for those i don't know 30 seconds to a minute whereas aerobic is where we're doing a long steady state run but the problem lies with what i was doing and what you may be doing at the minute is that when you're going out for your runs you're not really in that <laughs> aerobic or anaerobic zone you're sort of in that gray area where you're running a little bit too fast to be aerobic but you're running a little bit too slow to be anaerobic because if you were going you know if you were sprinting you mean you're never going to be able to run more than maybe two minutes at the fastest pace but if you're in that gray area where your heart rate is getting above about 80 percent of your max you're not really going to feel the benefits of building the aerobic base so this is what i found was that i needed to run a little bit slower to keep the heart rate down so i could build my foundations build my aerobic base to get me to the point where my runs weren't leading me to feel tired exhausted and not leading me to feel like i wanted to skip every run i was doing so i urge you to look over your runs look how you've been feeling are you running at a pace which is too fast if you've got a a watch like a garmin watch i don't know why i just looked at my watch garmin watch apple watch fitbit i want you to have a look at your average heart rate for an average run so what I what I found was I did actually end up investing in an Apple Watch. So on an average run, I was I think my heart rate was around like 165, 160 to 170 BPM beats per minute. And for someone who was trying to build an aerobic base at the time, that heart rate is far too high for my age. My maximum heart rate is if you go off the, you know, the the standard way of doing it of 220 miles your age, my max heart rate will be 196. So keeping a heart rate of around 165, 170 on an average 
supposed to be steady run. That is far too high. This is why I was getting injured and burnout out because I was over pushing myself on my easy days. What I needed to do and what I did end up doing was that I was lowering my heart rate by lowering my pace. So instead of running nine minute miles, I lowered my pace to nine minute 30 per mile. So about 30 seconds minute per mile slower, but that made me keep my heart rate around 150. And 150 BPM for me kept me in that zone two, which means the aerobic uh, base building uh, heart rate zone so that I can actually work on building my base to be able to build my fitness levels and not get the injuries. And what I found was that after like six weeks, I could run faster and keep my heart rate down. So like I said, that example I just gave, I was, I was running about a nine minute, 30 minute per mile at around 150 to 155 BPM. And then six weeks later, I was able to run a nine minute mile at a 145 BPM. So that is a 30 second increase in my pace and keeping my heart rate down. If that doesn't say progress, I don't know what does. And what, it, the thing is, when I say to clients and people have been through the 14 day challenge or whatever it may be, people are coach were running, is when I tell people to slow down to keep the heart rate down, the first thing people do and people say after they've tried it is that, oh, I feel like I'm running too slow. I feel like I'm not doing anything. It's not benefiting anything. Yes, I felt exactly the same. It almost should feel the first few times you try this, that the runs are almost too slow. Like it's ridiculous. You feel like you're just plodding on. But the reason for that is because most of the time you're running too quick. You're not letting yourself build the aerobic base so you can actually handle it. So I urge you, to look at your average heart rate on an average run and see where about it is compared to your max. So say, let's say, for example, well, I'll use myself. So I'm 25. That means my max heart rate is somewhere around 195 BPM. I want to, if I want to stay in that low zone one, zone two, which means well, I'm going off a five zone scale here, by the way. So zone one being really easy, active recovery, like a really easy energy exertion pace. Zone five would be all out sprint, for example. So you want to stay in a zone one to zone two on the majority of your easy runs. And if I am 196 uh, max heart rate, I should be around 75 to even 80%, topping out at 80% of my maximum heart rate. So that leaves me at around a 150 to 155 BPM beats per minute for my easy runs. I shouldn't let my heart rate really go above 155 BPM on my easy runs because if it's getting up towards 160, 170, I'm exerting too much energy and it's it's too hard for what I want to be doing. And this is what I was doing before. And I can guarantee the majority of people listening to this are doing as well. You're running too fast, too often. Uh, if you're doing three runs a week, two of your runs should be done at an easy pace, around 75 to 80% of your max heart rate. And then the other one doing more intervals and that faster pace work. But we need to build the foundations before we start building everything else and building the speed work. And this is things which have massively again helped me and have all i've also helped a lot of people who've been through the 14 day challenge and clients just to make them slow down on their easy days and just not try and fuel your ego by beating every single uh sorry every time you go out for a run try not to beat your time 
because that's the worst thing. You look at, say if you go out for a 5K, you might think, oh, last time I did the 5K, I did it in 32 minutes. I really want to get under 30. So every time you go out for a run, you're trying to beat that 32 minutes, but that's not really helping anything but your ego. We need to have a set structure to be able to work towards, to build your fitness levels. So then you can easily beat that pace further down the line with less energy exerted and less injuries. I mean, if we get bad injuries, then we're out. And this is probably the reason why you're feeling a bit demotivated and you might be going through waves of motivation is because you have a few weeks of running and you you know, you find it great. It's, you know, you're losing a little bit of weight. You see the improvements, but then after about six weeks, you get the injuries, you're feeling tired all the time. And then you feel like, what's the point? You know, you skip a workout. And then before you know it, a few weeks down the line, you're not doing any runs at all. But if you just took a little step back, did more easy runs where you're not exerting too much energy, you would feel a lot better. You'd build your aerobic base and you'd actually enjoy running. So I've had so many people who've been through my challenge. Like I've had hundreds of people go through the 14 day challenge now. And they've said, I actually enjoy running again. And the reason they enjoy running again is because they're not killing themselves every single time they go out. They're not trying to beat that run from the last time they went out. All they're doing is just keeping the heart rate down, not pushing it too high, just to build the foundations. So that means they actually have more energy for those harder interval session days. They actually have more energy to put into those because they haven't killed themselves on the quote-unquote easier days. So... If any of this helps you and you've been one of those people and you've related to some of these points, then I urge you just to take a step back, have a look over your average heart rate when you do go out for your runs. Or if you want a little bit more information, you can look in the description or the little bio box, whatever you call it on these podcasts for the 14 day kickstart your running free, completely free challenge where I go through a load more common false beliefs and ways to improve your running without getting the injuries, burnout or lack of motivation. So that concludes episode one of the Kickstart Your Fitness podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Like I said, this is new for me as well. So give me some feedback, but we are out. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I'm a big believer that the fastest way to your goals is to simplify. This is why I've created the calorie calculator to give you the exact required calories and information to get you to your goal. Click the link in the description to work out your custom calories to get you to your goals and how to do it for free. Or if you'd like a kickstart in the right direction with your running and fitness by learning the key principles which have transformed my performance, click the link in the description to join the 14-day Kickstart Your Running Challenge.